Hello good evening it's a lovely Tuesday and we thank God um so much for our lives um the Lord still tarries and he's giving us still another opportunity to to live out his purpose for our lives and I pray that God gives us the grace I want to thank um you for still holding us down um listening sharing subscribing thank you so much God bless you and um, you forgive me if you hear some background noises i am recording outside so um i want to share with you briefly um something about the joy of the lord and um i noticed that for some reason people's heart and and the joy that they had for the things of god are fading out and the the excitement that people had when it had it came to the things of god you can analyze yourself as a christian take a, a retrospective view in your life you know for some years ago you were so excited when it was time to go for church service you were so excited to 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 have time with god have your quiet time spend time in prayer with god read the word of god but now most people don't have that excitement any longer most people don't have that edge any longer it's it's nothing i mean in fact even when they get into church when they get into the presence of god nothing really there's they, they come out they go in and then come out just as they are there, there's no ignition there's no excitement there's no joy and that's what i want to talk to you about now when you read the book of nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10 nehemiah 8 10 one of the popular quotes about the joy of the lord it says the joy of the lord is is your strength and that's just about the last part of that verse now um let me i'll give you a, a a brief background about that um that verse and then we we'll move on but i want you to understand that joy is very very necessary and so if you're listening to me and you've lost that touch you've lost that joy that excitement that comes with you being in the presence of god then you are missing you are, you are, you are missing something it's either something is wrong you should, you should you should ask yourself some questions so anybody listening to me maybe you've lost that touch when you you sit behind the word of god that excitement that you get when you spend time in prayer that fulfillment that joy that comes with it you you, you don't have it any longer the edge to be in the presence of God because you feel like when you go you don't get anything that satisfaction so david says in some 52 verse 51 he says that please god restore the joy of my salvation why because he understood that joy is a fuel for him to be in the presence of god so he says that i was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of god why because he knows that when the joy of god is in you then you'll be glad to go into the house of god then you'll be propelled to be in the presence of god then you want to spend time with god when the joy of the lord is there but unfortunately most of us are clouded by so many things and i just want to talk about two things that cloud the joy of god that tries to separate us from the joy of god no you should know that the joy of god yes it's not circumstantial the joy of god is not determined by external factors but the truth is that external factors can have an effect on you a christian for you to to put down the joy of god that is in you 
all right so the first thing that i want to talk about is sin now not just sin but the practice of sin when you continually when you continually practice sin when you continually live a life of sin what you do is that a time comes where you 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 lose that touch you lose that excitement to go into the house of god you lose that excitement to be in the presence of god that thing does not come again the edge to study the word the edge to spend time with god it does not come again so that is number one now number two is bad circumstances <laughs> trials that are dangerous now there are some things that when they happen to you as a believer, it takes the grace of God for you to still have the joy of God. Because a lot of people, I can assure you, are, are cold, are, are crippled. Some people have become so numb to God. Some people don't have anything, any excitement about the things of God because of what happened to them. Because probably God disappointed them in their own words, in their own mind. They think God has disappointed them. Why did that relative have to die? The one taking care of me. Why did that person have to die? Why should I fail an exams like that? Being a Christian, not once, not twice. Why should this sickness keep on tormenting me? Why is it that I'm struggling so much in life? No, these things are things that happen. You see, you start up a business and all of a sudden it collapse. You are working something with something and you don't know what happens in the workplace and something happens. And when these things happen, you understand? When these things happen, the Bible makes us understand in the book of James 1, it says that count it all joy when you meet various trials. But it is not a joke. It is not easy. Because people are better within themselves. People feel like God should have done better. People feel like, no, God God, God is not a good God. People feel like, why should I still be, be joyous and be excited about, about this thing? But I want to tell you something. That our God knows what he's doing. And one thing that the devil seeks for you to do is for you to depart from the presence of God. So in sicknesses, in trials, in temptations, in turbulent days, what the devil wants you to do is to move away from the presence of God. But in these times, you have to rather draw to the presence of God. And so I want to encourage you. The Bible says in Hebrews 10, 25 that do not neglect the garden of the saints as some of you are already done. Why? Because sometimes you feel like you want to be alone. You feel like there's no excitement. Why should I even go into the house of God? But let me give you the background of Nehemiah chapter 8, the one that we read. Now, these people, Nehemiah at that time was, was the governor and Ezra was the priest. Now, these people of Israel, due to disobedience, have been scattered across the world because the Lord allowed different nations to come and besiege them. So, these people have been scattered across. Now, here comes a time where the people of God now started regarding and and they started rebuilding the kingdom again, building the temple and the walls and all that. Now, one day the people told Ezra, the priest, that bring out the law of God and come and read to us. So the Bible says that 
he mounted a podium and stood on it and they read the law aloud to the people. Now, by the time he was done, all of them were weeping. All of them were crying. They noticed the kind of things that they've done. They noticed how disobedient they, they've been. And then Ezra told them that don't, don't, be, don't, don't be sad. Go and rejoice. Eat what you want because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now listen, the mistake most people do is that in their weakest times, when they've committed the worst sin, that is when they want to run away from the presence of God. When a bad news hits them, that's when they want to be on their own. That's when they want to avoid the presence of God. And that is a tool the devil is using. And basically, that's what I want to tell you today. That I pray that if the joy of the Lord is not in your life, if you are not feeling, may God reignite that joy that is shed abroad in your heart by the Spirit of God. May God reignite the joy of the Lord. May you go back to that first love, that first joy. May you go back to it in the name of Jesus so that you have the excitement about the things of God. And mind you that no matter what happens to you, the Bible said, what shall separate us from this love? that God has for us, the love of God. Nothing shall tribulations. So no matter what happens, let the presence of God be your first point of contact. No matter how sad the situation is, go to church. No matter how worse the situation is, go to church. Even if you kill someone tonight and tomorrow you have to be in church, go to church and go and pray there because it is through that that the Lord will make you up. It's through that that the Lord will change you. It's through that that the Lord will ignite the joy of the Lord for you to overcome. But if you stay away from the presence of God, then the devil has started winning the battle. And I pray that May anybody going through hard times, may anybody going through turbulent times, may anybody going through dark times, may this word speak to you. Never give up on God. He's never given up on you. Make sure in those times, in these times that things are hard for you, make sure it's these times that you are actually excited about the things of God. Make sure the joy of the Lord is so evident in your life in these times. That is what we can do because that is what will propel you. That is what will give you strength. That is what will make you stable in this unstabilized world because things will always come at you. But when you have the joy of the Lord, you are always stable. Things don't easily get you off your feet. And I pray for you that may God grant you this joy in him. May you be established in the joy of the Lord. May nothing move you. May you always find pleasure, just like David, to say, I was glad when he said, let's go to the house of the Lord. May you always find pleasure, excitement in the presence of God, whether individually or corporately. May God bless you. Have a wonderful week. God willing, next week we come your way again.